Hello, travel nerds, and welcome to the Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, the show that teaches you how to travel more while spending less. I'm your host, Travis Sherry, and today you'll notice it's a little bit different of an intro, and that's because we have something special for you, our 777 series, or as Heather likes to call it, our 777 series. We're in seven days. We are releasing seven podcasts, so that works out to one a day, and we are counting down our seven most memorable experiences of our seven years of being location independent. Lots of sevens in there, lots of good stuff coming for you, and we are doing this to celebrate the launch of the Paradise Pack. We only do the Paradise Pack once a year, and it is a bundle sale of the world's best courses to help you become location independent, no matter what way you want to try and do that. So this year, we've got some amazing courses in there. We have a course on how to teach English, if you want to do that to get started. If you want to teach English online, we've got a course on how to get high-end freelancing clients. We've got a course on Instagram for business. We've got a course on how to build an app. We have a course on personal branding. We've got courses on how to build your business from Brian Lofrumento and Jamie Atkinson. And we've got courses on affiliate marketing and SEO. If you're sitting there saying, hey, I'm building a blog and I want to be able to monetize that. We've got courses to help you with that. So lots and lots of good stuff in this year's Paradise Pack. You can check it all out, extrapackofpeanuts.com slash paradise. But remember, the Paradise Pack is only available April 23rd through April 29th, 2019. After that, it is gone forever. You will never be able to get it again. So if you are interested in becoming location independent, so if you listen to these podcasts and you're like, hey, that's pretty cool. Some of the neat stuff that Trav and Heather have been able to do over the last seven years of being location independent. I want to be able to have that freedom in my life as well. I want to be able to travel, live, and work anywhere, but I'm not exactly sure what my next step is. I'm not sure how to get started. If you're looking for resources that can help you do that, check it out, theparadisepack.com. You can also go to extrapackofpeanuts.com slash paradise. It's over 90% off off the total value of all of these courses, but you're only able to get it April 23rd through April 29th. That's why we have the 777 series coming out exactly those seven days, April 23rd through April 29th to celebrate the Paradise Pack. So check it out, extrapackpants.com slash paradise. Let's roll right in to this episode. This is the final call for baby number two. Start the timer. Started. Just getting a little stretch in this podcast series. Welcome back to the podcast series that Heather is referencing. <laughs> the 777 series. No, I'm refer- referencing the 777. The 777 series. The 777 series. series it's Take your pick. Whichever you'd rather call it. These are our seven most memorable experiences over our seven years of being location independent, and they're coming out seven days in a row to celebrate our Paradise Pack launch. Today, we are we are like almost over the hump now. We're on number four, mm-hmm. so we're cresting towards number one, and today, we are talking about our first really big, I guess you would call our first really big location independent trip that we had. We're going to talk about another trip that was like the, I would say the first location independent trip. This I'd call the first longest, the long trip. trip, the long trip. So at this point in time, we had been homeless, you know, living with family members. Homeless sounds 
a little worse than our situation. Yeah, no, we were not homeless. We were at this nomadic. point nomadic. We were living mostly with Travis' parents, but then you know we said to them we're probably going to be away on a two to three month trip. And at that point, you know, we had been with them about a year, and we decided to pack up all of our stuff there and kind of get it out of their way. And we're like, we don't know what we're going to do for the next couple months or years. So we're just going to go and we're going to go to Europe. You booked me tickets to Paris because I had never been and, and I always for your wanted to go. Birthday? Mm, I mean, it, we no. went in May. I don't remember it's what for it Valentine's was for. Day I booked I, a- really? Yeah, <laughs> That's giving probably. yourself a lot of credit. Okay. I don't remember why we booked, probably because there was a mistake fair. And you wanted to surprise me with a trip to Paris because Trav had been before, but I had never been. And I know it's cliche, but of course, everybody wants to see Paris. I mean, yeah, it's, it's beautiful. It's, well, like cliche or whatever, stereotypical because it's it's awesome. And I had been and I you, that was had been at that point your number mm-hmm. one place that you wanted to go. And you right. had want, it had been your number one place for a while. And so I thought, what better way to kick off this trip? I mean, to me, this was going to be the beginning mm-hmm. of a true nomadic life. It, it didn't end up being that exactly because we we came back after this. Like this is still, I think, our longest trip to date is is two months away yeah. from our home area, other than the fact of, of the time that we lived in Japan for for two years. But this was like in my mind, we're kicking this off. We're going to become location mm-hmm. independent. We really didn't have any plans. We had no 10 other days than in Paris, Paris. That was it. And we thought, you know, I also really wanted to go to Croatia for the first time. And we thought, okay, well, if we're going to be somewhere in Europe for a couple of weeks, why not go to a new country? And at that time, we were like, let's do Croatia for an extended period of time. But nothing was planned other than the first 10 days in Paris. And so to me, what I loved about this was it was almost now we were working so it wasn't quite like this but it was almost like a gap year and i was always jealous a gap of two months yeah i was always <laughs> jealous of europeans and australians because they it's so much more common not that americans can't do it but they don't tend to do it but it's so much more common for europeans and australians to take a gap mm-hmm. year and that's to either take off between high school and college or college and a job right. and just go traveling and i had been around a lot of Europeans when I lived in Switzerland who who were doing this or had done this. Mm-hmm. And I always thought, okay, well, Europe is a great place to do this because it's so easy to get around. And I was looking at this almost then as like, this is going to be our, our mini gap year. Our mini gap year because we're going to get to go around. We're going to go. We don't have any plans. That was mm-hmm. kind of, that's kind of typical of a gap year, right? You get over there and you, you just meet figure people it out. And you just figure it out. And you get cheap tickets or mm-hmm. someone tells you to go here because there's a cool cool event going on and you go over. So that was my idea of this trip. And it did turn into that a bit. It certainly wasn't, it wasn't exactly like I thought it would be, but we just, we ended up spending two months in Europe. First 10 days we did in Paris. Mm-hmm. And that was, that was really neat. We had a really, we had a pretty cool Airbnb there. Actually, it was a go with O apartment. It oh, wasn't Airbnb. Me. That's right. Airbnb. We were working with go with O, which I mean, Airbnb is huge now and it was pretty big then, but go with O is just in Europe. It's the same thing as Airbnb. Except they, they have a little more oversight with the apartments. Like their whole thing is that they're all vetted right. very heavily, mm-hmm. which now Airbnb does have that as part of its thing for the, um, Airbnb plus listings. But anyway, that's a whole other thing. We have an Airbnb plus listing. <laughs> so we were staying in a go with O apartment. And at that time, we were kind of working a little bit more with the company. So we actually, that was a sponsored stay for 10 days in this cool apartment in Montmartre. 
how do you say that area? I don't know. Mont- I never Mont- took French. Mont- Mont- Montmartre. Montmartre. Anyway. Right by Sacre Coeur. It's yeah. Montmartre. Or like and, that's um, how the English. Yeah, English we are so bad at languages. It's terrible. But anyway, we stayed there in that area for 10 days. And that was really fun because even though it was 10 days, it really felt like we knew the little neighborhood that we, we were staying the in. And we went to the I even same got my wallet stolen in that yes, neighborhood. That, yes, that's, that's how you become a local. You mm-hmm. get your wallet stolen. Or that's how you are a tourist. Yeah. So I just think, you know, 10 days in one spot is is really nice because you can settle in and we could get some work done and then we could also go out and sightsee and it was a really nice mix of things. And at that time we were doing a lot of video for Extra Pack of Peanuts. So we were like running around Paris shooting videos and Top it was just fun. And, and even though that was actually right before we launched the first Paradise Pack, which was our number six most memorable experience. So this time that we're talking about about now was literally right the two months before that first paradise pack so i even though we hadn't launched that yet i think our business was a little bit more on the upswing and we were just feeling really good about our lives and our you know li experience and then of course we launched the paradise pack and that solidified you know we kind of have stuff going on that's working it gave us breathing room as as yeah. is the best way so, as we keep using that term <laughs> and i think for us what was kind of cool about this trip had is we did I don't remember doing that much work. Like it, it did happen, mm-hmm. but what I what I mean by that is when we talked about the trip to Myanmar, which was our number seven, and if you guys listen to that, you know that I was really stressed out about work and how much had to get done. I don't really remember feeling stressed on this trip. I remember traveling a mm-hmm. lot and really seeing yeah. a lot of things. But I knew I was doing. I know I must have been doing a lot of work because we were getting ready for the Paradise Pack. So mm-hmm. that was a that's kind of cool to remember it that way of saying like yeah. I don't specifically remember any time where I was worried about getting work done and I couldn't. Yeah. But I just remember the cool stuff that we did and to give everyone a little bit of an overview, I mean, we should probably talk about the itinerary. Yeah. Well, and also I just want to say about the Mandalay stress part is that even though that was later than this trip, actually, it was the following year, I believe. I don't, I think it was more the Myanmar part of it that was stressing you out maybe, but, or maybe you would just launch the Paradise Pack and that, I, that I, or not the way, Paradise Pack location indie. I, yeah, that could be it. I just know that this trip felt great. Yeah, <laughs> and that's why it's higher <laughs> it on this felt list great. than the the Myanmar trip. That trip felt great. So yeah, we started in Paris for I think it was ten days, and then we went and stayed at the Park Hyatt uh, Vendome for two nights. Which gotta say, we used our points because it's a thousand dollars a night to stay there. Not impressed. Whoa. Not if you if you're you if you have free Hyatt nights and you want to go to the most expensive Hyatt and you think it's gonna be great, the Park Hyatt Vendome in Paris, it's not that great. And they actually crushed okay. our box of, of tarts. We yeah, had a boxes did. of desserts and they crushed them. Yeah. They did give us free macarons, ma- mm-hmm. ma- macarons, Mac- macarons. Then. Anyway, and we champagne. Were, we were in Paris and <laughs> then we got out of Paris and I have always been fascinated, as mm-hmm. longtime listeners of the show may know. With Eastern Europe. Eastern Europe. We had never been to Eastern Europe, and Heather wanted to go to Trav Croatia. Trav loves Eastern Europe. Yeah, Heather wanted to go to Croatia, so we thought, okay, this is we, we can do this. Like, mm-hmm. Let's make our way over. And so we went over to Austria, and we spent four days, I believe, in Austria, and it was mm-hmm. it was cool. Um, we were only in Vienna, and we, we liked it. Yeah, but, but it was I, quick. It was quick, but mm-hmm. I wanted to get a little grittier, mm-hmm. and that's when we went to Bratislava in Slovakia. And... Yeah. The moment we we took the bus between Austria and Bratislava, two of the closest forty five minutes country capitals in the world. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's it was an hour, yeah, forty five minutes to an hour bus ride. But the the change between those two places unreal. is unreal. Like Austria or Vienna, 
super clean, beautiful, well manicured, well manicured. Yeah, you know, everywhere you look is just beautiful architecture that's been maintained, and there's not trash or really much graffiti that you could at least where we were in the center of when you're in vienna Vienna. you are in western europe right let's put it that way then you get to bratislava and you get off the bus station and the bus station is like where the heck am i and it's just dirty and it's so different there's graffiti everywhere there's definitely i think just more people wandering around that look a little disreputable i don't necessarily think they were homeless but it it was just a totally different scene but exactly what i wanted (laughs) exactly there was two (laughs) elevators to go up and down that didn't work at all and like there was escalators escalators. i mean and there's like dust balls on them (laughs) like the size of my head yeah um like so they haven't worked since For 20 years. No, but Bratislava is still a very beautiful city. And we stayed right in the old part of Bratislava, which is beautiful and very clean and lots of nice buildings. And And so I want to touch on, you know, it was great for me. The the most location independent moment of this trip Mm -hmm. for me happened in Bratislava. There was a pool at the place that we stayed at. And I was swimming laps. And mm-hmm. every time I turned my head to breathe when I was swimming freestyle, I looked out and this pool had an awesome window. And you looked up at the castle, mm-hmm. the Bratislava castle that sat up on the hill. And so every time I look, took a breath, I'm looking up at that castle. And I just remember swimming laps there in the morning and saying, oh my gosh. It was beautiful. This is what I want out of location mm-hmm. independence. Like I know I have to work, but I here I am looking at this amazing, amazing scenery, something I've never seen, didn't even mm-hmm. know existed in this town that I you know, had never been to. And yeah, I just and thought like, this is it. Yeah. I, this is location independence for me. We were staying at um, a Radisson hotel group and we had, it was a park in, I think. And we had hotel points. That was another thing too. You know, we started using hotel points more instead of traveling in hostels, which are fine, but sometimes hostels really suck. And, you know, we like to have private rooms as a married couple. And so we were staying in this really nice inn. That's why we had this be- the park inn. We had this beautiful view of the castle and it was right downtown and the Radisson Blue, which is the higher level of the same um, hotel chain. chain, which we could have stayed at too, but you know, it was like more bang for your buck More at points, the park right? in. But that was beautiful. It was like, you know, a, a block away and all these famous writers and artists had come and stayed there. So it was, it was such a beautiful city and it was our first taste of like Eastern Europe and it, it was awesome. Yeah. And it, it, we also didn't have any plans. So then we, we went down to Croatia. We went over and we stayed there for, mm-hmm. well, the goal we got was an apartment. The goal was to spend three weeks in Croatia mm-hmm. in Split. And we thought, okay, we're location independent. We mm-hmm. always want to travel slower, so let's do Get that. Get work done. You're launching the Paradise right. Pack So we, we got an apartment for three weeks. Mm-hmm. We actually only spent, we spent one week there by ourselves. Mm-hmm. Then we spent one week traveling down to Montenegro, <laughs> over to Sarajevo, and back. And then the third week, we had friends from the UK come and visit us because mm-hmm. we put out there, hey, we've got this two-bedroom apartment. Does yeah. anyone want to come? And they came. So this three-week, like, let's bunk in and let's just <laughs> hang out in one city, slow travel. into a yeah. crazy adventure because, of course, Trav, knowing that he's so close to all these other really amazing places, right. wanted to go. And, of course, I wanted to go, too. But, you know, Trav is definitely the driving force of, like, 
seeing everything you can possibly see within a certain mile radius of the area that we are. And he still has a tendency to do that, but we've pared it down a little bit just to make life easier on ourselves because fast traveling is challenging. And now we have a baby, a kid and another baby on the way. We definitely... I, I am... You have to take it a I little. I am slow travel <laughs> in my head, fast travel in my heart. It's and true, so are. I have to fight those battles. Yeah. But we, we spent time in Croatia, mm-hmm. Bosnia, back to Croatia. Then we went up to Prague um, and then over to Berlin to Which another. Which was a magical, magical like five days in Berlin. I know. It only, I, I don't even Maybe not. Maybe it was, it maybe it was three, three or four, three nights, four but days. definitely an awesome city fell in, the in love with berlin we had the most perfect weather we were there with our friends courtney and kayla and we met them there they came over to join us for like two weeks of travel around europe and that was just amazing because we love traveling with them and we got to spend this amazing time in berlin with the best weather and we're biking around and eating outside and it's like 80 degrees it, and sunny it felt like everything we wanted when mm-hmm. it came to location independence and then i i will say that we also had a location independent experience or a travel experience that everyone's bound to have at some point we were getting ready to leave berlin that morning Mm -hmm. and our friends courtney and kim were going to meet other friends in paris and we were supposed to go to amsterdam and i get a email saying hey the bus that you booked is no longer going to amsterdam it's it's it doesn't exist or like they canceled that broke down it broke down and i'm like well there has to be another bus like no this bus company only has like three buses yeah so So, for whatever reason we couldn't really get to amsterdam without spending a lot more money and we were like oh man what are we gonna do we hadn't even booked accommodations there So we're like well our (laughs) friends are going to paris and they're going today are there flights to paris and there were and so we went Mm -hmm. and flew back to paris and spent another four or five days in paris then we went to see friends in london the same Mm -hmm. friends who had come and seen us at Croatia early in that trip. So it seemed like it just was that enough spontaneity at that point and enough fast travel that would I want to do this exact... Oh, timer. Would I want to do this exact trip again? Uh, It's pretty quick. But at that moment, it's super memorable because we had never done a lengthy open-ended, not sure where we're going, nothing is planned, but we're location independent, so let's do it. And I I just kind of thought like we're... We're cheating the system because people take gap years to do this. Right. We don't have to take a gap year. We're we like could do older. it anytime. We're and doing it when we were. We've done it multiple times since then where we've taken two month or one month trips just to a place that we want, want to go. I mean, we not on our top top seven most memorable uh, trips. Actually, no, but it is. Our very next one, if you're going <laughs> to listen tomorrow, our number three is another lengthy about two month trip that we're going to get into. And this was different. Right than the one we just <clears> talked about because it was a little more planned, but it was memorable for a certain reason because we played a, a fun little game before we left right. that determined where we were going to go. So we'll let you know, you, we'll let you guys know that if you listen to tomorrow's episode, if you're listening live, and of course, if, you've, if, if it's already out, just go start getting it right now. But this trip, this first two-month quick-hitting, no plans, let's go. European Adventure is our number four most memorable location independent experience because not many people get to do this, especially if you're from the US, if you're not if you're not taking time off work, you know, mm-hmm. unless you have a job that allows you to be location independent, and we did. And right. that's how we were able to pull that off. So make sure you tune in. We're counting down. We've got three, two, one left. And I guarantee these are some <laughs> awesome, memorable experiences and some pretty funny stories to boot. We'll chat with you guys soon. 
If you made it to the end of this show, then you're probably interested in location independence. And if you are, the best possible way to get started to take that first step or that next step is by heading to extrapackofpeanuts.com slash paradise. That will get you to the Paradise Pack. Now, don't forget the Paradise Pack is only available April 23rd through April 29th, 2019. After that, it will be gone forever. If you ask me if you can buy it, after the deadline has passed, I will tell you no. I tell people every single year, tens and maybe even hundreds of people every single year that they cannot get it after the deadline. The deadline is the deadline. So check it out, extrapackofpeanuts.com slash paradise. Don't forget, if you're listening to this in podcast form, we have filmed this. So you can come watch Heather and I interact on video. We're posting it on our Extra Pack of Peanuts Facebook page. We're also posting it on our Extra Pack of Peanuts YouTube channel. We haven't done this before, so if you like it, let us know. If you're listening on a podcast forum and you want to go check those out, you can watch us in video, trying something a little different to see if you all like it and to see if we have some fun with it. Sometimes it's cool to put a face to a name or a face to a voice in this case. So check it out, Extra Pack of Peanuts Facebook and also Extra Pack of Peanuts YouTube. And do not forget, extrapackofpeanuts.com slash paradise to get to the Paradise Pack. It is over April 29th.